Welcome back to the Sipping with Sin podcast, a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming, content creation, horror, comics, music, pop culture, and more. Grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us. Cheers out there. You get a double. Oh, pop. Hear that? How refreshing. As we open a beverage for yet another episode of Sipping with Sin, the podcast where we talk about stuff and things and things and stuff that matter to us and matter to all of you, apparently, because you're listening. So thank you for that. Thank you for caring about what we have to say, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, I haven't talked about what I've been sipping on lately, because I've been slacking to start the episode, but uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we have a nice, tasty beverage. It is uh, by Jekyll Brewing. Um, and it is Redneck Christmas Stout, you know, because that's how we roll in Tennessee, Redneck Christmas Stout, apparently. Beer like it ought to be, is what it says, uh, and it has chocolate coffee peppermint stout, is what it is, and it is uh, kind of tasty. So get a little sip to get ready for our episode, but welcome back to yet another one. We appreciate you being here, we appreciate you hanging out, and uh, happy to have you here. So, without further ado... Let's welcome the one and only, the man himself, Mr. Christian. How's it going, everyone? It feels good to be back for another episode. I hope that we can entertain you once again. Yes, sir. All the entertainment. Um, And, yeah, it is yet another one. Man, I can't believe 2022 is pretty much over. It's almost time for 2023. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy to think about. Uh, And we're coming up on the year anniversary. Um, What? Like... Less than 10 episodes away from a one-year anniversary or so. Pretty wild. And we've kept it going every week. That's that's. I think that deserves, uh, you know, proud of us for doing that. So hopefully we'll keep rolling and it'll keep growing. I've seen a, a definite little spike in, in listening and views on YouTube, both of them. So that is, that is good, and we appreciate it very, very much. Continue to share, continue to spread the word. And uh, keep this thing rolling. Let's keep growing. We have some uh, plans to maybe make things better in 2023 for it, including uh, possibly doing doing the thing live. The episodes will still be scheduled out, but you may see us record live, uh, working on some of the logistics and, and stuff for that to make that work for, for me and Christian. But uh, maybe something we do, as well as some other fun little changes and additions, and maybe guests. Guests to be something, you know, get some people in here we interview. We'd like to do that. Uh, so if there's any suggestions, reasonable suggestions, don't be dropping someone crazy that there's no way we can get. But, you know, maybe maybe we could get a couple people on here and talk to them and interview them and stuff. They, that could be a fun, fun topic. Um, Christian, don't you think? Wouldn't you like to do that? I think it would be great. And I'm also looking forward to seeing uh, what recommendations you guys have as far as uh, guests go and uh, what kind of shenanigans we're going to get up to once it's live. I'm super- yeah, it'd be. Oh, live will be so live will be weird though, because obviously, as a streamer, you know, I'm used to interacting with chat and stuff constantly. So it's gonna be very weird for me to just ignore chat to stay on task and we don't just like derail immediately in the podcast episode to spiral. So it's gonna be weird to to ignore chat while we're live, but it's also a cool element to also be live so you can see like I guess the process and what we do and record. And we can bring in maybe last call. It was suggested today. Maybe last call instead of you submitting. You can still submit questions, um, obviously, 
and we could pull from those. But also the chat would be able to drop some questions, almost like a Q&A for the final portion. So that may be kind of cool to have that and then actually interact that way. Be a, I don't know, stuff we're working out, but it's a, it's a good idea. But enough rambling about that. Let's get into the freaking episode. So what we like to do to start every episode, we like to talk about what we've been watching, listening, reading, or playing lately. Um, and I will start. So what I've been into is uh, I started a new game today. Started a new game, making a Let's Play of it. I've been playing it on Twitch. And I have to say, um, the trailer looked fun before I talk about the game. The trailer looked pretty cool. I was like, okay. It was kind of on my radar. They said it was going to be on Game Pass, which helped its case. I'm like, okay, I already have Game Pass, so it's I can download it. Easy. And uh, it's from the creator creators, I believe, of Rick and Morty. I could be wrong on that, but that's my understanding. And it uh, it's called High on Life. And it is freaking nuts. I swear the dialogue in this game is hilarious. Um, it's super funny, super raunchy, so definitely not a kid's game. Um, it is a first-person shooter, Metroidvania-style game. Uh, the guns and weapons talk to you, and they're awful. They say, they say a bunch of crazy stuff. The characters say crazy stuff. It's over the top. It's like Borderlands-ish in kind of how it acts, but you can tell it's from like a Rick and Morty style. It's, you know, really crazy. Fun shooter. Got a couple hours into it. I've enjoyed it so far. Um, and looking forward to continuing the Let's Play and, and getting through it more and uh, beating it and see. But I've, I've enjoyed it so far. It's a fun video game. It's been pretty fun. Christian, you watched a little bit of it. What did you think about it this morning? did watch a bit of it. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it. You can absolutely tell that Justin Roiland is just Justin Roiland all over the game. Um, everybody sounds like Morty or Rick at you know various points. There's a guy that sounds like, um, I can't even remember the comedian's name, but he's in the newer Spider-Man movies. He's like the, the bald black teacher that like fucking loves Spider-Man. And I can't remember his name right now, but he's a character in the game. Uh, it, I got to say, like playing the while watching you play the game is interesting because the game looks weird. And if you didn't know anything about it, it's one of those games you're like, I don't know if I want to pay for this. And then you you get it on Game Pass or whatever, what have you. And then you start playing. It's like, well, this is kind of dope. And it's dope because pretty much anything that Justin Roiland touches kind of turns the gold because you know what you're getting when you start playing. And the beginning of the game, I actually didn't see you play this. I saw this later on, but the beginning of the game is like a is like a uh, like a it's like an old school retro yeah. game that you're playing. It's kind of like Doom, but but all like aliens and real colorful. And the main guy is just Rick from Rick and Morty, essentially. But he's like, I'm your divorce lawyer, and I'm, and you know how to do this. You know how to jump. You know you know how to do all these controls. You play games before. You know how to do it because they're teaching you how to play the game you know, the tutorial and there's like, all right, so what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to do the double jump. So you go to do the double jump and you fall <laughs> down this pit. And once you land in the pit, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have double jump. That's not even real. And like <laughs> shit like that is just really funny in the game. And the game is very meta and aware that it is a game. So you get a lot of that metatextual contact throughout the game. So it's super fun. It's definitely worth getting if you can. Uh, and if you can't get it, Watch Sin play it, because it's yeah. pretty fucking fun. It'll be on my YouTube. Like I said, we're doing a Let's Play of it, so uh, it'll be going on the YouTube hopefully pretty soon, all the parts. Uh, we got through, I think we're to the third boss almost to him. So we, we made a little bit of progress today, but it's it's fun. It's a solid game. But uh, other than that, 
I'll talk in a little bit after Christian tells us what he's been into about uh, what else I've watched recently. So, Christian, what have you been into this past week? So, um, this week has, um, you know, it's a lot more of the same. You guys, I'm sure, have heard this so many times now. I'm really busy. It's the end of the year, trying to get stuff together, and then I'm sure when it comes to next year, there'll just be, like, nothing going on for a little while, uh, which I'm super excited for, by the way. But um, I, I I did watch something. I wa- It's something that I've seen and that we've talked about, but I watched it again, gave it a full-on chance, watched it with the fiancé, and uh, she was not a fan. Uh, we watched Morbius. It was Morbin time in, in my house, and uh, I got to say, I, w- I was kind of hard on this movie the first time I watched it. I'm just kidding. This movie was garbage, dude. This movie's so bad. I will say this, though. In this movie's defense, if Morbius came out in 2006, it probably would have made all the money in the world. And I really mean that. Because this movie feels like if you took Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3 and then just like kept making movies in that vein, but in the year 2022, that's what we got. And it's insane. There's even a scene in the movie where Tyrese's character is talking to to Morbius, right, Michael? And he's like, yeah, you saved my arm. But Tyrese's mouth clearly says ass, and they just really badly dubbed over the word ass, like it was edited for television or something. It, and stuff like that happens throughout the movie. I know we talked about this before, too, but really quickly, I, I can't let this shit go, bro. I can't. There's a scene at the beginning-ish of the movie where he's first turned into the vampire Morbius that you know we're supposed to love in this movie. And he slashes this guy's eye, right? So the guy's like, oh, oh, and he's like shooting his gun because he's in pain. And then Morbius comes up with his super speed and then just slashes his throat. And the guy has his, his neck like back where you could see all of his neck and Adam's apple and everything. There's no physical damage on this guy's neck whatsoever and he just sits there for a second and then he he grabs his throat his neck like like it's been slashed open and just goes like just starts making this nasty gross noise this gargling sound and then dies but while this is happening you can hear the sound effect of what's supposed to be blood coming out of this guy's neck that they never added the actual effect of blood and it's just garbage it's so bad it like dude i i i swear this guy better not ever be jared leto i mean better not ever be in another superhero-esque movie ever again it's it's really bad and and uh matt smith in the movie matt smith understood the assignment when he read the script he knew that this movie was just campy as shit he knew that it was super cheesy and he just chewed up the scenery. Every scene he's in, he's like dancing and and yelling like Michael. Like he, he's essentially in the Lost Boys in this in this point. And I love his character, Milo. And I actually agree with Milo. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Milo's whole life and 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 bank account has been funding and protecting Michael from doing whatever he's doing to save them from this disease that they have, that they're dying from, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he does it, he turns into a vampire and he kills some mercenaries. And he's like, Milo, I can't. Like, here's the thing, though. Imagine being sick, like terminally ill. You look like shit. You're pale. You can barely move around. Breathing literally hurts. And walking around can kill you. That's how sick you are. 
and your best friend has the same disease as you and then one day just shows up and just looks fucking good as hell hair is perfectly straight his face is like a fucking greek god he's got muscles that only superheroes are allowed to have he looks like you know wolverine almost at this point as far as body goes and then you're like oh my god give me the cure please and he goes i can't i've done some things i killed people if i were milo i would look michael morbius directly in the windows of his soul and say i don't give a damn who you've killed give me the antidote right now so like all that to all that to say milo in this movie matt smith's character is the only character that i really cared about i loved him he was the best part of the movie 100 and i would honestly just watch a movie with just him in it I, I totally would totally would do that but morbius itself the movie was trash the the end credit scene which there was two of them were both really 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 bad there's a scene where michael keaton's character as the vulture just like appears in another jail he's like i hope the food's better in this joint like so stupid then it cuts off and then you get more credits and then it cuts back in to morbius driving this car we don't know how the fuck he got this car by the way and it's a dope car by the way he's driving this car to this undisclosed location he's checking his watch to see what time it is then we see vulture flying up morbius like vamps out so he can protect himself i guess and then he's like hey doc we should get together form a team or whatever or something like that and then morbius more intriguing and that's it like it, it's it's so bad i can't shit on this movie enough because it was just truly bad it's like batman, it's like, batman oh. bad. like you watch with your homies and just get drunk like it's crazy i don't know what the last thing you said batman what was because your mic went full cyborg mode you sound like you went into the <laughs> matrix and a terminator got you all at once I did. I, I got. I chose. I chose the blue pill. So what happened? What I was just saying was, it's kind of like Batman and Robin as far as cheesiness oh. goes, like just how how bad it is. But it's not nearly as fun to watch as Batman and Robin, oh and that's painful. To this say. man's still you, on you guys Morbius months later. I am, dude. Like it, it's so bad. So oh. anyway, that's Morbius in a nutshell. As far as what I've been playing, I've been playing God of War Ragnarok still. I love the game. It's my game of the year. And um, I can't wait to actually get through the game because there's something else out now that I can't wait to play. So I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm loving the game. It's, what else it's is fantastic. out now that you're waiting to play? Uh, well, it's a game that I just downloaded. So I'm ready to replay the entirety of Mass Effect. So oh, I can't okay. wait to play that. Gotcha. Yeah, I just downloaded that, so I'm ready gotcha. to play that. But I got to get through God of War first. Gotcha. Um, okay, nice. Uh, well, that brings us to our first segment, which is something else that I just watched uh, actually today. Just watched it today because, you know, holiday season, and you got to keep it spooky. And uh, I believe Christian actually talked about this movie on the last episode on our three uh, horror holiday movies, and that would be Christmas. Bloody Christmas. Um, watched it. And I have to say, I dug it. I like B-movies, though. Some of them are so B that I'm just like, okay, it's just funny. And some of them I actually really like. And some of them are just so awful. I'm like, ah, I can't even enjoy it. But this one was fun. I did like it. Um, I took it for what it was. And pretty much a quick rundown of it. It's Christmas Eve and a fiery record store owner 
Tori Toombs just wants to get drunk and party until the robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and makes her night more than a little complicated. Santa embarks on a rampant killing spree through the neon-drenched snowscape, ultimately forcing Tori into a blood-spattered battle for survival. So, essentially, normal horror stuff. Hey, let's all get super drunk and wasted. Uh, people are running around drinking. There's debauchery. People start having sex. And when you know, robotic Santa, what is his first thing he kills? The people having sex. He murders them right away, takes care of them, splits his dude in half. Um, I will make, I want to make a comment about it. I got, and I don't know, I know Christian's seen this also. I got Rob Zombie vibes multiple times in this movie. Whether it was the soundtrack, like how they had music. Um, there was one part, maybe it was the first kill scene or whenever the main character hooks up with the dude. But there was like this real like 70s style guitar going. And I was like, okay. And then some of the shots, including the final shot of the movie, really reminded me of Rob Zombie. Um, I did dig it, though. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips is in it. He's a sheriff. If you don't know who that is, he's been in several Rob Zombie movies. I can't think of the roles right away. Um, the most recent thing he's done that I can think of with Rob Zombie is he was Herman Munster and the Munsters that Rob Zombie did. Um, he's pretty solid in it. It was a very, um, what am I trying to think? Terminator meets Christmas, like this robot that won't die. I mean, there was cheesy lasers in it. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Lots of corny stuff. I kind of dug the main actress, though. She had a really pretty smile, if that's weird. But she, she had a very pretty smile. Kind of liked her. A very strong, empowered woman uh, lead. And, yeah, I mean, it was a fun watch. I actually, I thought it was pretty decent. Christian, what did you think about it? And did you get Rob Zombie vibes? I'm, I'm curious if that's just me. Um, I understand why you got the Rob Zombie vibes. Like, I, I actually do understand that completely. I didn't necessarily get that watching the film. Um, and also, I got to say, I watched the movie like a month ago. I had to for my job. So, like, um, the main actress, I did really enjoy her. She's by far the best part of the entire yeah, movie. I thought she did um, good. She wasn't overly cheesy or like, when it's a B movie, you can expect subpar acting. Like, you go in knowing you're not going to get, like, some crazy acting performance most times. She wasn't bad, I thought. She actually wasn't horrible. I, I agree with you um, 100%. She she looked so much like another actor that I, that I remember. Um, I'm trying to remember her name right now. Uh, oh, the actress that she, plays Tori? No, the actress that plays Tori looks like another actress that, that I like, that I've seen in other stuff. She was in the really, really, really bad remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. She was in Arrow. She was in... Um, What's her name? It, I can't believe I can't remember her name right now. Um, it's gonna bother me for it's gonna bother me so bad. Oh Jesus, what's her name? Katie Cassidy. That's her name. That main actress in Christmas Bloody Christmas looks so much like Katie Cassidy. So Riley Dandy? 
that you're talking about? Say that again. Riley Dandy. That's the actress from Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yes, Riley looks so. the The actress Riley looks damn near identical in scenes to Katie Cassidy, the actress. And Katie, like I said, Katie's in a lot of stuff. Um, for those of you who watched Arrow, she was in that. She played Laurel. Um, and then eventually she became uh, Black Canary. Um, she was in uh, Monte Carlo. She was in the Nightmare remake, which was trash. She was in Click, Taken. She was in Black Christmas remake from 2006. She's been in a bunch of stuff. A lot of the movies that she's been in have been really bad horror remakes of the mid-2000s. Um, so if that helps you at all, kind of get a, a sense of where she's, where she is, where she's from. But yeah, she was heavily involved in all of the Arrowverse stuff. She was in like all of those shows because they all cameoed with each other. But yeah, man, she looks so much like this actress. It's insane. But um, getting back to the movie, I did really enjoy it. It's just essentially what if, you know, this robotic, this Santa Claus is the Terminator. But there is no John Connor. There's no Sarah Connor. He's just killing everybody. That's kind of how this movie is. Um, you know what you're getting into when you start watching this movie pretty early on. Um, and with that being said, I enjoyed it, man. I, I really liked the the feel of it. The guy they had playing this robotic Santa like was doing his job. It cracked me up how he field. didn't even look like a robot. Like whenever I first saw him, I was like, "That's clearly an actor." Like it was so yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the, and and that's where the B comes in for this yeah. for this B horror film, right? Like you can tell. Like I said, when the movie starts up, you know exactly what you're getting, and it's a fun time, man. Yeah, like, but if you're a horror fan, and you most most likely you've watched B stuff, if you're a true horror fan, and most horror fans like B stuff because you, like you said, you know what you're getting, you know you're not going in like this is going to be like a groundbreaking new film. You're just in for pretty much a fun time, like it's not going to take itself too serious, you know. Exactly. And, and like just hitting, hearkening on the B movie aspect, like all the people who like Terrifier and Terrifier 2, those are just B movies. Like yeah. those movies are made for like 25 grand, if that. Like there's, there's no money in those movies. They just, you know, you get all the revenue back once people go and see it. You know what I mean? And this is definitely one of those movies that I watch and I, I enjoyed the whole ride, man. I really like the characters. Um, I like the, the, the killer, which was Santa Claus. I like the feel of the movie. I like the atmosphere of the film. It was just a good time. And honestly, I hope they make more. I really do. Yeah, I mean, they could because I'm sure there's more of those Santas all over. So it's like a never-ending killer, pretty much. Oh, yeah, they say that at, at, like early in the movie, that they're, those Santas are everywhere, and now they're being recalled. Yeah. So. It's kind of like if you guys are familiar with with the Chucky series, like how many Chucky dolls are out there? Like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So definitely a fun B movie. I really did enjoy it. The acting was actually on par for what you would expect. It wasn't bad at all. You know her and, her uh, love interest. I thought he wasn't terrible. Like I actually kind of liked him until his demise. But you know, yeah, he was definitely one of my favorite characters for sure. I he liked was him fun. A lot. They had a good dynamic going. Like. I did like that. I'm trying to find out how much was the budget for this movie. It can't be that much. There's no shot. Which is fine. I mean, like it I said, we're, we're saying B movie. Like, it shouldn't have a crazy budget. I'm just curious. Uh, there's the gross. 
And it's a it's a Shutter original, is it not? It is a Shutter original. It also was out in uh, select theaters as well before it uh, aired on Shutter. I don't see a budget, sadly. I see that it made a U.S. gross it made one hundred thirty nine point nine thousand dollars. Which yeah, and it's got a pretty it's not a lot, but I'm honestly that's probably pretty close to the budget. I w- I would think I would think it's a couple hundred thousand, if that, for the budget. Yeah, I mean, it got like right now. It's rating on Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a seventy one percent. There's no audience score just yet, um, but that's that's really good because a lot of movies like this on Rotten Tomatoes are they rank in the forties. So this to get a seventy one just lets you know that you should definitely try this movie out this Christmas. Uh, you know, obviously you shouldn't watch this with your kids um, no. because there are some pretty gratuitous sex scenes in this, but, uh, but the movie itself is great. So 100% you should check this movie out. I don't see, I, I can't find the budget anywhere, but I'm assuming it's not, it's not much. There's no way it's a mill. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if shutter would even drop that much on a movie. I mean, I, I wouldn't think um, so. I mean, it honestly really just depends. It really just depends. Um, I don't know what the budget was either. Like a lot of that information isn't just readily available. I will say this too, though, to everyone listening right now, this movie is not long. It's like 87 minutes. So yeah, this is a, a short watch. watch. Yeah, well, you need something to spice and up and get out of the traditional holiday movies. Watch Christmas, bloody Christmas. Watch you a spooky movie. It's fun. There's quite a bit of action in it. Um, there's some gore. There's some gory parts. There's some lovely cheesiness that's going to get some chuckles out of you, hopefully. Um, those lasers, God bless, man. <laughs> Love the the yeah. The, the laser, the lasers were the lasers were definitely crazy. But yeah. I will say this, guys. The last thing I'm going to say about Christmas Bloody Christmas is this is definitely one of those movies that I would totally buy on 4K. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I liked it enough. I, I did enjoy it. It's it's a rewatch for me, for sure. For sure. But there you go. If you watch it, let us know. We would love to know, those out and listening, or YouTube land, let us know what you thought about it. I, w- I would love to hear it. It's on Shudder. You may be able to find it somewhere else. I'm not really sure. I know it is a Shudder exclusive, so it may just be there. Uh, but Shudder... I'm pretty sure it's only streaming currently on Shudder. So if okay. you want to watch it, you got to... You got to do it that way until the to that uh, Blu-ray 4K comes out. Well, there are free trials out there for Shutter if you don't have it, and there's uh, lots of other stuff like uh, a couple movies that Christian mentioned last week are also on there. So go check out some spooky stuff. There's lots of cool documentaries. I personally love the documentaries on Shutter. I get into that stuff, um, learning about all of it. So go check it out. Uh, that's gonna do it for that topic, and we'll move on to the next topic. And our next topic is the 2022 game awards just recently happened. And we wanted to kind of go over some of the winners, um, as well as some of the announcements that were announced, uh, over this event. So real quick, I'm going to go through a couple winners. Um, I, as you know, Elden Ring and God of War cleaned up. Both were nominated for quite a bit. Uh, let's see. God of War won uh, performance. Christopher judge, no surprise there. Dude is a beast. Love his voice and his performance. He wins performance award. Um, also, let's see, a narrative. God of War won it, as well as score soundtrack, action adventure game, audio design, 
and innovation and accessibility. So it won all of those. I think what is that? Six awards? One, two, three, five. Yeah, six awards for God of War. Um, Elden Ring comes away with the big win of the night. It gets game of the year. It also gets role-playing game, uh, art direction. It got it, and I think that's it. Did it only get three? I think it only got three, which is kind of surprising, but it and God of War were battling, and, I mean, that's no surprise. Anybody, you know, that plays games know it was between those two games for pretty much all the main awards. Both games are the standouts of the year. Uh, best ongoing game, Final Fantasy fourteen won that. Uh, Ludwig won Content Creator of the Year. Most anticipated game is the Breath of the Wild Zelda sequel. Um, best sports racing game is Gran Turismo 7. Valorant wins eSports Game of the Year. Multiplayer Game of the Year kind of surprised me. I'm not going to lie. There was some other ones in there that I thought for sure would be shoe-ins, but Splatoon 3 won. That was kind of a surprise. One that's not a surprise, Ooh. Mobile Game of the Year is Marvel Snap. That game has had a ton of hype and a lot of people really into it. I saw some people even saying Game of the Year contender for it, which I don't know that I necessarily agree with it. I haven't played okay. Do no, I? It's not a Game of the Year at all. I do like the game. I, I downloaded it. I don't have it anymore. But when the game first dropped, that first night, I did download it. I did put about an hour into it and played it. It's pretty fun. Um, but the thing is, games like that, those card games, they're really, really fun, but for a short time. You know what yeah. I mean? Because essentially – after a while, your you, your brain realizes that all you're doing in the game is getting different cards for these characters that have different art on them. So it's like uh, you got a Hulk, but now you want to get a Hulk from a cover from a Hulk comic that you like. Now you want to get the Red Hulk. Now you want to get Grey Hulk, you know, and it's cool. And it, that's how they draw you in for sure. But I don't know how long that fun is gonna last. I've just and seen people posting game. game of the year, and I was like, "Wow, that's a ballsy statement." Like, but to me, that wouldn't even—no offense to Marvel Snap, it may be a great game. That may be your cup of tea. It's not holding a candle to the experience and the amazingness of a God of War or Elden Ring to me. Like, it's not even close. That's my opinion, though. It could be everybody's different, but I just, yeah. And it's a mobile game. I don't see a mobile game necessarily taking game of the year anytime soon. Um, fighting game went to Multiverses, which I can see that. The uh, Warner Brothers Smash style game. I can see that. It was a solid it was a solid game. Um, let's see. Community support Final Fantasy XIV. Let's see. Stray won a couple, which I played through Stray. I will say it is not typically my type of game or something that like is my style of game, but I did play through it cause I was interested. It is a beautiful game and it's cool for what it is. Not necessarily my cup of tea. I played through it once and then I was like, all right, cool. I'm done. Like that was it. I had no desire to try to platinum it or anything like that. Uh, but it won debut indie game of the year and independent game of the year. Um, let's see. And then, uh, games for impact as dusk falls. When's that? And then there's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, best adaptation for like Netflix and stuff goes to uh, Arcane, which is the League of Legends adaptation. Um, I know I Christian's going to argue. Arcane, but that show was fantastic. I haven't watched it. It's definitely it. one of my favorite shows. It, it's one of my favorite shows of the year, probably of all time. That show was great, and I can't wait for more. I know Christian's going to argue. He's going to say God of War. I, I personally agree to Elden Ring Game of the Year. 
um, and this is before me beating God of War. I have no doubts God of War is a 10 in my eyes. Um, I just, I don't know. Elden Ring, I put way more hours than I expected, and as someone that wasn't a Souls player, for me to be engrossed enough to put multiple times beating the game, tons of hours, and enjoy and be immersed in the world, uh, I agree. I mean, it had tons of hype, tons of build-up, as they got award, but, you know, I, I, I thought that one, and I knew the only game, I said this early on, the only game that would compete with it was God of War. And if God of War won, I wouldn't have been mad. But I, my personal pick was Elden Ring for the time being. I know you don't, I don't know you don't agree. And this is coming from a non-Souls player. Obviously, all Souls-style players are going to pick Elden Ring. But, yeah. I mean, I totally get it, man. Um I think it's a toss-up. I mean, I think everybody's pretty much split on that for the most part. Like, there's really no wrong answer. Both games are absolutely fantastic. Like, you cannot shit on either game. I agree with you. Um, so, that gets us to the next part of the 2022 Game Awards, and that is game announcements, which we all look forward to because you get to know what's coming out. Um, quick ones real quick I'll go through. And then we'll talk about what we're excited for. Uh, Death Stranding 2 was announced. There's been a lot of speculation about that. I'm excited for that. I need to get myself in gear and actually beat Death Stranding 1 so I know what the hell is going on with that story because trailers and stuff, you just, you're just you clueless. So I need to actually beat that game. That's something that's on my list um, so I can be ready for Death Stranding 2. Hades 2, which Hades was a, a big hit, and I believe it was last year's game of the year, actually, I think. Wasn't it? Or the year before? I think. Uh, whenever it dropped, I think it was. Yeah. Hades, beautiful art style, really cool game. It was dope. Um, Transformers Reactive, which kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. Uh, Crime Boss Rocky City. That had way more people in it. That one caught me off guard. It was a very Miami Vice-ish Grand Theft Auto looking game. Like that kind of mafia like that weird that that style of like crime game but then once you see like chuck norris and all these actors in it um oh god uh first batman what is the main female lead kim what is it um batman uh oh kim basically yes she's in that game like there's a bunch of people in this game um danny trejo's in it i think and a, there's like a actual list and i was like wow I, that one kind of surprised me with the names in it. Apparently, there was a Hellboy game. I didn't see that one um, announced. Final it's Fantasy 16 like got some. Super, super. Do what? I was just saying the new Hellboy game is extremely cell shaded, so it looks like a cartoon. Oh, that's cool. Um, Final Fantasy 16, uh, Judas, which was a very Bioshock looking game. I actually missed the trailer on that. Sadly, I missed some of the the game awards. Uh, Armor Core 6, Fires of the Rubicon, was announced from From, uh, from Software, who is the, who does, like, the and Souls games. They do the Souls games, as well as, like, Elden Ring. Apparently, Christian's very excited for that one. Um, oh, man, I'm, I'm so excited for Armor Core. Armor Core was one of the first anime-based games that I played. No idea what was going on, and I thought that they were Gundams. And then I found out that they weren't Gundams, and, and dude, I just went down the rabbit hole. I played every single one of them. Not all of them are good, but I played them all, and I'm super excited for what they do with this one. Okay. Uh, Horizon gets a DLC for Horizon Forbidden West. 
Uh, Crash gets Crash Team Rumble, which is like, a, what, Melee 4v4 or something with that. Um, after Us, Party Animals, Cyberpunk gets its DLC, uh, Phantom Liberty. Star Wars Jedi Survivor got announced officially, even though it was leaked. Uh, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6, uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League with Christian, with Kevin Conroy, with his final voice acting final performance of Batman. Batman. Goosebumps when he come on there and said the line. I was like, God, yes. It was freaking sick. Um, Tekken 8, Warhammer 4000, Space Marine, Lords of the Fallen, which throws me off because isn't there... I think this is a sequel, or is it a remake? Because I'm pretty sure there's another Lords of the Fallen. I don't really understand that. Um, some games going to PC, like Last of Us and Returnal, I believe, was announced to go on PC. Baldur's Gate 3, Forspoken, Remnant 2, Brew Protocol. Uh, let's see if there's any other big ones. There was a lot announced. Uh, Rune Awakening. And, uh, yeah. I probably missed some that someone's going to be like, oh, you missed this one, but... Uh, yeah. So, with that being said, lots of announcements, some updates on stuff that was already announced, as well as some world premieres. What are you most excited about on this list? Um, for me, Death Stranding 2, just because for whatever reason, that game fascinates me, and I need to beat it. Um, but I think it's a really cool-looking game. I will say Final Fantasy 16, even though I'm still not sure fully about it, but I do want to play it. Um, what else? The Jedi Survivor game was pretty cool. So that, uh, my fighter that I'm super excited for is Street Fighter 6. I haven't really got into a Street Fighter hardcore in a while. So I'm really excited to play this one because this one looks really, really good. And, uh, I'm very, very pumped for Diablo 4. I cannot freaking wait for Diablo 4. That's the one I'm, I've been anticipating for a bit. Uh, what about you? What's some that are standing out to you, Christian? Um, so that actually goes into the next part of what I was going to say, uh, my, my little mini segment here. Uh, so we'll just go right in. Uh, what I wanted to talk about essentially was the games that I personally am the most excited for coming out. Um, they're not in any order in particularly. I just wanted to go over quickly the stuff that has been announced or that we already knew about that I can't wait to play. And then later on, we'll talk about the one I'm looking forward to most. Um, but I'm going to do some honorable mentions because I'm pretty much just trying to stick to the games that are rumored to come out this year and not games that are just rumored to come out. So with that being said, I had to put on honorable mentions a couple of games that I'm super looking forward to and that these would absolutely take the number one spot for me. But we don't have a date and they're probably not even coming out next year. So without further ado, the first one is the new Mass Effect game that they are working on. Uh, Mass Effect is my favorite game series of all time. I loved uh, all three of them. I don't really count Andromeda because it didn't really feel like Mass Effect once you got into the game and really started playing. I know that when the game came out, like Cyberpunk, it had a bunch of bugs, a lot of glitches, and it was just like a very memeable title where people were just making fun of it left and right. And then they you know, did some patches and then it got a little better. But with that being said, Andromeda just didn't have the feel that Mass Effect 1 through 3 had. Uh, regardless of what ending you chose and how much you hated the endings or didn't care, um, I am definitely in the boat that the journey to get there was so nice that the ending, though sucked, um, 
it didn't make me hate the game. And that was also the first Mass Effect that introduced multiplayer. And I remember Sin, you and myself, we played the shit out of uh, yeah. Mass Effect 3 online. Like, that, that was I love the Mass Effect trilogy. To do. I have Andromeda, and I've never Same. played it. Um, let me let me just explain to you like this is so quick tangent i'll make this quick one of the biggest downfalls to mass effect andromeda is when you start the game you know you get to pick who you are you get to pick your class your all that stuff uh what kind of powers you're gonna have none of that fucking matters in the game because as soon as you choose what kind of power set you want once you get past like the first part of the game you can just change it out whenever you want on the fly and it sounds cool. It's like, oh, I don't have to choose what I want to be. I can be this. I can be an engineer. I can be blah, blah, blah. But when you're playing the game and it's a big story-driven game like that and you can just switch it mid-battle, it takes away the fun and all of the powers just kind of seem... It's like it's like if the multiplayer from Mass Effect 3 were the entire game of Mass Effect Andromeda. And it's not fun. So you get every match, you get to switch what you want to be. And, you know, it's just good to have somebody on the team needs to be one of everything. So whatever enemies you get, you guys are set to go. But it doesn't feel that fun because you can just keep switching. So you never feel dread. You never feel like, oh, my God, I have the wrong teammates. Oh, my God, I chose the wrong people. Oh, my God, I chose the wrong class. You never feel that 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 sense of, oh, my goodness, you, that that oh shit moment. You don't feel that at all in this game. You're just get to get to the end and once you get to the end you really don't give a shit what happened you just like all right i'll beat that next next game so that that's the problem with that but um aside from that the other game that would have been my favorite that's not scheduled to come out next year is dragon age dreadwolf and for those of you who don't know i am a massive fan of not just mass effect but of dragon age 2 and i remember when dragon age came out it was they kind of marketed as like, hey, this is the placeholder game until you can play Mass Effect 2. So I played the first one and I loved the hell out of it. Uh-oh. Might have lost Christian. Um, yeah. So uh, while Christian has technical difficulties, talking about Dragon Age and stuff, um, games that are coming out in 2023 that were not listed or did not get trailers in um, the Game Awards that I am excited for would be Dead Space is one that I'm super, super excited for. I can't wait to to experience that again. I love the Dead Space series. So I'm, I can't wait to see the next-gen graphics and what they do with that. Super pumped. Resident Evil 4 Remake is up there as well. I'm extra excited for that. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm super intrigued and can't wait to, to get my hands on that and get some multiplayer action going. Um, lots of horror games, as you can tell. There's a there's a theme with me and horror games. Um, but what else comes out? Diablo 4, I already mentioned that one. Um, I'm curious about Starfield, so I'm on the fence on that. I don't know that I'm necessarily like super giddy and crazy excited, but I do want to try it since it will be a um, on Game Pass and everything. I plan on downloading and trying it. I don't know if it's going to be... Something that I can really sink my teeth into and get super into. Uh, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot. I want to give it a fair fair try. Um, and then what else is there coming out in 2023? Um, trying to think. Street Fighter Six. I'm super pumped for. I know that was on Game Awards. But that has looked really, really good. The last Street Fighter I played is probably... 
like I really, really play will probably be one of the Street Fighter Two games. Uh, it's been that long. I did play a little bit of what was the last one five or four. I played a little bit of them. I didn't really get super into it, but I did play a little bit and and check it out. Um, but I, I want to sink my teeth into it because I do love a good fighting game. I'm not as huge into Tekken. Um, I may try it. I don't know. I'm undecided if I'm really going to get into it or not. The last one I played, the story didn't really do much for me. I know there's a huge, very loyal following to Tekken. I was never really, really big into Tekken. Mortal Kombat um, and Street Fighter are always like my main two fighters. And then Bloody Roar and, uh, of course, like Injustice and stuff. I'm a big NetherRealm fan, which I know Bloody Roar is not that. Um, Soul Calibur is another one that I really liked and really enjoyed. Um, so, yeah, there's some of my ones I'm super excited for. And uh, I'm not really sure. Christian may have had major issues, but it looks like he is potentially coming back in. Maybe he's coming back up. Um, so mad at whatever just happened because I was on a roll. Oh, he is back. Uh, I was just talking about some games that weren't listed that I'm excited for, like Resident Evil 4, Dead Space, uh, Text Chainsaw Massacre, stuff like that. And then ones like Street Fighter and all that I'm excited for because I am i haven't got into a Street Fighter game, so I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, but if you want to continue... Yeah, I'm going to jump right back into it um, to, to just kind of tee it off. I love uh, Dragon Age. I can't wait for the next one to come out. I'm a huge fan of the entire series. I've played all of them several times using different classes, different different uh, races, everything. And I, I literally can't wait for Dreadwolf. But like I said, um, it's only an honorable mention because it's not scheduled to come out uh, next year. So the games that are coming out next year that I'm the most excited for in no particular order uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, I love Star Wars. I'm a fan. I haven't been a fan my entire life, but I've been a fan long enough to know that the Kotar remake, like, it's something that we always talk about in the Star Wars game community, but we never actually thought it was going to happen. And the fact that it's happening, uh, I'm super excited for the new Tekken. I've always been a Tekken fan. Um, and with that being said, I'm super excited about Street Fighter VI. I've always also been a Street Fighter fan. I put more hours into Street Fighter than Tekken, so I'm a little bit more excited for Street Fighter than I am for Tekken. But that doesn't mean that uh, I like I like Tekken so much less so that I can't wait for it to come out. So I'm super excited for that. Another game supposed to come out next year that I can't wait for is Marvel Spider-Man 2. Oh, Everybody yeah. Knows I saw they announced has, the date on played that a game in their life. They did. Uh, I didn't actually see the date on it. Well, I, I don't think it's a day. It I think it's just fall. I think it just said fall 2023. February? No, fall. Not February. Say that again? Fall. The best time of the year. <laughs> now you sound like a robot. That's really funny. Oh. Uh, fall. Fall, 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 fall. Rhymes with ball. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Apparently, there's technical issues going on with our connection. Um, not sure what's going on, but yeah. Oh, and we've lost Christian again. Major technical issues. Um, not sure what's going on. But yeah, I forgot about Spider-Man. That was announced. Spider-Man was a fantastic Fantastic game, fantastic experience. Miles Morales and the the base game itself really enjoyed it. So Spider Man Two, I'm very excited for. I believe, and I could be wrong. Tony Todd is the voice of Venom in it, which sounds 
I can't wait on that. Uh, so we'll get Venom. I'm not sure who else we'll get. I would love... Uh, someone mentioned at one point a co-op feature would be so sick if you could have two people playing, one play Miles, one play Peter. That would be actually pretty badass. I can't lie. Um, so, yeah. Technical issues. Made it almost a year. And we have technical issues. You gotta love it. Um... Let's see, what else? So, what other games were announced? Um, Killer Clowns. I don't think we have a release date on Killer Clowns from Outer Space yet. I don't believe we've seen that. Final Fantasy 16. So, while I'm kind of... I really loved 15. I actually really liked 15 a lot. I really enjoyed my playthrough of it. I don't know that from the trailers, like, I just had a feeling like you could connect with Noctis, if that makes sense. Like, I had a feeling Noctis would be a character that you could relate to and connect to. Um, I don't know that I feel that so far. Like, I don't I don't know on the story yet. Hopefully, it'll, it'll change once I can play it. Um, it looks really cool, like, the, the be able to do the summons, like, be uh, Ifrit and all those. Like, you're, I guess, fighting as him at some point. That looks really neat, and I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm still on the fence. I do want to play it just because I like the Final Fantasy series. But I don't know if that one's really going to hit home for me like some of the others have. But that that's one. I think that, that comes out this year, I believe. Um, and, of course, we've talked about it. Diablo 4. Can't freaking wait. Oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. Some of the changes and everything they've added looks fantastic. I've heard nothing but good things about it thus far. Uh, that comes out June 6th, so that's one. But uh, with all the technical issues, I don't know if Christian is going to be able to make it back in time. So we may have to go ahead and wrap things up here momentarily. Uh, let's see. I'm not really sure what's going on on Christian's end, but it seems like he's having lots of lots of issues. Um, so with that being said, let us get to the end. Uh, yeah, we're kind of stumbling through it. Let's see. We don't have Christian for our last call either. So, hmm. Maybe we should, for last call, I should send one out to the audience themselves and uh, ask you guys, do you like eggnog? Yes or no? That's my last call question. Because last calls are about... Whiskey! Okay, maybe they're not about whiskey. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe they're not about whiskey, but they're about stuff and things. Okay? So, we had to call a little bit of audible due to technical issues. Eggnog. I am personally a huge fan. It's the holiday season still. So, I'm a huge fan. I tend to drink quite a bit of eggnog over the holiday season. I enjoy it. It's tasty. And then after the holiday season, I'm done. Obviously, like most people. Do you out there in listening land like eggnog? And if you do like eggnog, do you like it with alcohol in it or no alcohol in it? I have had both. Most time I just do non-alcohol just to sip on, you know, to get nice and festive while I'm watching a movie or doing whatever, you know. But, uh, yeah, eggnog. Do you like it? So with that being said, so I'm going to cover Christian's ground. With that being said, since we don't have him here there to have the, the counter going, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Sip on Sim. We apologize about the technical issues going on, uh, kind of throwing a wrench in our episode but, you know, these things happen. If you've listened this long, we're almost an hour in, and uh, 
yeah, you've heard a majority of it, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of it. And uh, be sure to submit your last call question, because we need some for 2023. We have some possible changes we're going to do and add stuff, but submit some questions. Let's get some last call questions in. You can join the Gilded server at gilded.gg slash pack in the application put from the podcast to be able to join is a great way to get your question featured on an episode so we can answer it. Uh, and hopefully we don't have issues like today. There's lots of stuff in the Gilded channel for the Sinister, or in the Sipping with Sin section of the Gilded channel, excuse me, such as our socials, uh, episode chat, topic suggestions. Show us what you're drinking. Last call questions. You can talk about movies and music and comics and stuff like that with Christian, as well as submit your Sinister Tales, a segment we got to bring back very soon. We haven't done one in a while, so we got to get back on it and bring the spooky back to the episodes. But you can submit personal horror stories where we can talk about them, read them, and go over them. Or things you find on the internet, obviously not movies and stuff, but things you find on the internet that you would like us to talk about or go over and uh, give our opinion on. You can do that there, as well as lots of gaming stuff and stuff for my stream and just ways to hang out. Highly recommend it. You can also DM us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Sippin' With Sin, S-I-P-B-I-N, With Sin. That's right. Come hang out, drop a follow, say hello. You can DM us your last call question there. And then you can find Christian over on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. That's right, Pod. It's his podcast. Episodes come out. I believe he's been on a little hiatus, but they should be coming back out on Tuesdays. So you can have them on Tuesdays, and then you can have us on Wednesday. That's right, we come out every week, episodic episodes on Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Anchor.fm, and more. Check it out. Rate it five stars. Follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Show it love. Spread it. Let a friend listen to it. Tell them to check it out. Do the same. It helps us more, you know. It moves us up that list, gets more viewers, more listeners. It exposes the community and gets more people in here, and that's what we want. All the listen. What? I said all the viewers, all the listens. Oh, and he's back back. for the end. I was going ahead and wrapping up because – didn't know. I know you're having technical issues, so I figured it was a good time to wrap up because we don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, My apparently my internet decided that it didn't want to live anymore, so it decided to commit. Uh, and then I went to uh, the other the other world, told it to come back because I had a job to do, and here we are. Hmm. Okay. Well, is there anything before we, uh, we wrap it up that you wanted to finish on before you get disconnected or something else happens again? Anything else you want to say? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, man. Just just that um, I wanted to say a couple other games really quick. I'm super excited to come out. Dead Island 2, the Dead Space remake, and the RE4 remake. Obviously, guys, I'm huge into horror. Uh, those are the games that I'm waiting for to come out the most. I can't wait. I'm so excited. The first one on the list to come out is Dead Space. It's supposed to come out in February. So in February, if you guys don't hear from me, you know why. Um, also, I wanted to take a quick second to plug the Horrorverse podcast. I know you guys have been asking me on Twitter and Instagram, hey, when's the podcast coming back? Well, let me tell you something, guys. It's coming back December 27th. Yes, December 27th, we'll be back. We're going to have episodes streaming every Sunday. Next year, we got a bunch of stuff planned. Oh, so you're changing from Tuesdays to Sunday? As of today. No, uh, I, I think, so no, we're, we're doing it on Tuesday. I may have said Sunday because I was overly excited, but oh. it's definitely going to be on Tuesdays. Um, and as of today, as of the time of this recording, we are officially available on iTunes. Yeah. So for everybody who's got an iPhone, who wants to listen to all the podcasts on the Apple Podcasts, we're there. All the episodes are available. You can go listen to them right now. Let us know what you think. Rate us five stars. Like Sin just said, it helps us out. 
So let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to talk about in the future. We can't wait. And with that being said, guys, I'm going to leave you with three words. Those three words that we leave hey, you with every It ain't time episode. to leave them with three words. I was still plugging my socials. I had just plugged yours. You slow your roll, dreadlocks. And those three words are listen to sin. Oh, my God. This guy comes in after breaking all the shit. Our first episode of Major Technical Issues. Luckily, your boy's got a strong back to carry it, but this man breaks all the <laughs> shit, and then he comes in and just tries to re just change everything. <sighs> all right. Like I was saying, we had some topics that we didn't get to talk about. We'll talk about them next week. But you can find me, now that I already plugged Christian stuff, and he plugged it again. What time's your podcast drop? Do you have a set time, by the way? It drops every Tuesday at 8 a.m. 8 a.m.? Okay, Central so time. Tuesdays, 8 a.m. Wednesdays, 8 a.m. Horrorverse, Sipping with Sin. There you go. You got back-to-back days. You're freaking welcome. We're helping you get through your work week. We've got almost 50% of your work week done right there for you. Just listen to that, and that will help you. You got two things to look forward to, and then you have Friday. Okay? You're welcome. There you go. So, you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at SinisterTV. You can find me... Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash TV, Facebook Gaming, fb.gg slash TV, and TikTok at TV, And then, of course, on YouTube, the video version of the podcast goes live, as well as my content is also there. Uh, go subscribe to it. Go show it some love. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTube.com slash IamSinister. Check it out. Hit us up with those questions. Let us know. Guest. All that stuff. And my last call question, since Christian just kind of screwed everything up, was... I wanted to do an audible and ask the listeners if they like eggnog. Cause I do Christian. Do you like eggnog? I'm actually not a big fan of eggnog. <sighs> Why? Like, I mean, it's not gross or anything. It's just not my drink of choice. Like if I'm, if I'm at someone's house, what about eggnog with season? stuff in it? I mean, that's probably a little better. If I'm at someone's house who has eggnog and it's a thing for them, I will definitely indulge with you. But at my house, I'm not even buying it because I know I'm not going to drink it. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm curious, everyone out there in listening and viewing world, if you like eggnog. That's our last call. We're calling it Audible to end the year. We're going to ask you a question instead of you asking us a question. How about that? Do you like those apples? Because you just got them. There you go. But that's it, and we're going to let Christian shut this thing down. We apologize about the stumble out of the gate. You know, it happens. Shit happens. We still got through the episode. What we didn't cover this week, we'll cover next week. You guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you guys next week. You don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Christian, shut it down. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Sipping with Sin. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Smash the like button. Leave your comment section. I'm sorry, your recommendations in the comment section below. But most importantly, guys, I'm going to leave you with three more words. Three more words. I love saying each week. And you guys know the words. You listen to it every week. If you've stuck with us this time, you know what I'm going to say. And those three words are as follows. Don't get gutted. See you guys next week. So much for tuning into another episode of Sipping with Sin. Please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials. That's at Sipping with Sin everywhere. And if you want to hit us up personally, you could find me at Vin and Ink. That is V E N and Ink, or I am Sinister TV for the Sinister Man himself. And guys, don't get gutted.